Blue Wire. To the end zone he goes. Where Sammy is. Boyd with a great fake. Touchdown, Taj. Hopkins throws to Boyd. Lean means touchdown throwing machine tonight, and he's got another one. Boyd. All right, welcome back to the Taj Boyd Podcast. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. And I'm really excited to talk about this segment, uh, mainly because it was a special time in Death Valley this weekend here in Clemson, South Carolina. It was senior day. And for me, I felt it was fitting to start it off with one of the most famous speeches of all time. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt's Man of the Arena. So I'm sure you have heard it and have read it, but if you haven't, well, I'm going to give it to you right now. So here it goes. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails by daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Usually when you go to the hill, you're up there with uh, a group of guys, guys that you've trained with, went to class with, studied with, who you bust your tails with. Senior day is a little bit different. The ambiance is, is something that's hard to explain because one by one you get off of that bus, you make that loop around, and you realize that it is the last time that you'll have a Clemson uniform on running down that hill. It was for me at least, pretty surreal because you don't appreciate it until your last go around. You see, your freshman year, you get there and it's just a task. It's something to do to get to where you want to go and that's on the battlefield out there. But for the first time, your senior year, you get a chance to look at it for what it really is. And I've said it before, but it is really the accumulation of the work week. There are people sitting in those stands who save every last penny and dollar that they got to get season tickets, to watch you perform, to watch you compete. And the sense of appreciation that you have when you're up there is just mind-boggling. Because it's just you. And you just, you, you, you finally see how unique it is to have that opportunity to be able to compete, 
to be able to go out there and, and play at a high level, to be able to have fun. Not everybody gets to experience that. And when you're up there by your lonesome, you realize how important it was that you had guys around you to encourage you, to support you, to push you to a level that you didn't even think was possible. And everybody's up there just looking at you. One man looking at 80,000. To me, that's modern day gladiator at its finest. You run into that cage, you run into that arena, and it is special. And Clemson went out there and played like it yesterday. Because <laughs> as a player, you realize that you're going to block a little bit longer. You're running a little bit harder. You're hyper-focused. You're zoom-focused. Because you just finally realize that you don't get that time back. So, as a former player, as guys who are currently playing their last few games in the Tiger uniform... I'm sure that they share the same sentiment that I did when I reflect on it. And it's for the freshmen. You don't have as much time that you think you have. And I need you to give me all that you have because I won't get this time back. So it's just a maximization of it. But yeah, Clemson went out there. They beat the Demon Deacons 52-3. And they had fun doing it. And the seniors performed well. And it just looked like they were in a different zone. I heard that um, throughout the course of the week and, and obviously approaching game day, T. Higgins was very quiet, almost to the point where it felt like an oddity. And Tony Elliott, the OC, asked T. was something wrong. And T. just said, I'm locked in, coach. And that's how you know that this is a special day. And it's you honoring all of those people that have been supporting you. And it's you paying homage to every person that wore that helmet before you. Oh, man, that's a special feeling. And those guys went out there and did a fantastic job of paying their respects to all of those people, their family members, everybody who travels to those games week in and week out, who make sacrifices. And, man, they did it greatly. I mean, obviously, statistically, it's one thing speaking. I mean, these guys went out and just played lights out. Trevor Lawrence was 21 for 27, 272 yards, four touchdowns. Travis Etienne did what Travis Etienne does. 16 carries, a buck 21, a touchdown, almost eight yards a touch. Tanner Muse came out and, man, played with an energy that only Tanner Muse does. He's swinging baseball bats. He's jacking home runs. And he validated, for me at least, that he was is my favorite football player on this football team and one of my favorite targets of all time. I love that guy, man. And I love what he brings to the table. And I love the energy that he spreads throughout that locker room. AJ Terrell came down with a really nice interception as well. And for those old linemen who never get the credit Man, they created some some running lanes and they gave Trevor some time. And I'm sure that those guys who are of age went out and had a few nice beverages and PBRs after the game. And they deserved that. They earned that. They got a bye week coming up next week. But no, I was very impressed. I was very impressed by the Tigers. Again, they're continuing to build on the momentum that they've been creating 
in this championship phase of football. They were crisp. They looked like they knew what they were doing. They were Zoom-focused. They were hyper-focused. And I know that they left everything out on that football field. And they left a legacy, more importantly. Because as as this is the last game in Death Valley this year, those guys who are juniors who are coming back to school understands what it takes, understands how to prepare, understand what it means to play in the Valley and to put on that Tiger Paw. But man, I'm going to give you like a quick, I guess, a little recap of, of all offense, defense, special teams. And I'll start off with special teams because obviously that was the one of the first impressions of the game, Amari Rogers. I mean, how remarkable has he been this season? I mean, the man just got over surgery, you know, about less than a year ago. And to see how underappreciated he is on the outside, in the media, in the country, he makes a difference every time that he steps on that field. He brings something to that team that that you can't recruit. And it's just that dog mentality, you know? He's not a big kid. He's not the fastest kid in the world. But man, he, he, he brings it every single play. And that opening kickoff return was a prime example of that. Maybe it was a punt return. Regardless of the situation, one of those returns, something that I could never do. You know, I trip over my feet, man, and have shoelaces untied and all sorts of things. But he dashes, gets to the sideline, hits one move. He sees the kicker or the punter coming at him. And it's just disrespectful because you you can't let a kicker tackle you, first and foremost. So you know what he does? He plows through him, almost knocks the guy's helmet off, and he keeps steps, he keeps on stepping over him. And um he just he's been a special player all year and obviously you know when he's on a football field and you know when he's not and that's a difference maker so him along with DK Darian Kendrick played really well in his special teams and I was very impressed by their returns defensively again Brent Venables crafted up an unbelievable game plan they made Jamie Newman Wake Forest quarterback looked very casual, very pedestrian. I mean, his numbers looked like it too. I mean, he was, let's see, six for 14, 41 yards, and two interceptions. And I'll tell you what, I think that Jamie Newman is going to be a fantastic pro. I think he has the size. I think he has the arm strength, the talent. I don't know if he has a dog mentality yet because it's hard pressed. And I will say that. They were, they came into the game half-cocked. Obviously, they had two receivers that were out. Pretty phenomenal athletes, by the way. And so he didn't necessarily have his, he didn't have a full magazine walking into Death Valley. And that was unfortunate for him. But it just, it looked like he was hurting out there. He was struggling. I mean, Venables was sending his guys every which way to attack him to get to him. And, you know, he ended up in some third and long spots a good bit. That's a tough situation to be in when you don't have all of your your weapons out there. So, tough day for him. Great day for the Clemson defense. And immediately, Xavier Thomas 
looked like the guy that they recruited that was a five star. I mean, it's 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 special to see how fast he gets from point A to point B. His aggression is controlled. He attacks the mesh point. He'll tackle the quarterback and a running back and try to grab the football while he's at it. And he has a motor that you can't coach either. Some guys just wanted a little bit more. And XT always looks like he wants it a little bit more. So was was proud of him. Was was great to see him as a football fan. And even more special as a guy who was able to put on that uniform. Because you know that he, he practices like he plays. He prepares well. He plays at a high level. And he has a, a mental capacity that's hard to understand. I mean, the guy is just, he's a monster. Um, offensively, man, it clicked. And since Clemson is in championship phase right now, you want it to look like that. The defense has been a stronghold all season. Now, offensively, week by week, they've been progressing. They've been maturing. And that's what you want to see more than anything, right? Continuous steps forward. That momentum building. And right now, Clemson looks like the most explosive team in college football. And I do truly say this in the most unbiased format possible. It's scary to think what's going to happen here in the next couple weeks when they travel down to Columbia because they're going to be fresh. They're going to have a bye week. They're going to have an opportunity to, to, to get their bodies in tune and geared up, ready to go. And the team that they're going to be playing against in South Carolina just isn't performing very well. They look like they're missing in every capacity from the top down. From the president of the university to the person that's cleaning up. The culture's not there. And you can't do that in season. That's something that has to be built in the offseason. So I don't think it's going to change in the next couple weeks. But Clemson right now is just hitting their stride at the right time. And, you know, for the LSUs, for the, the I get what Bell are apparently, but they lost. Fantastic victory by Jalen Hurts in Oklahoma. Shout out to those guys because Jalen played like a damn maniac in that second half. Love to see it. Love to see the competitive nature. But the LSUs, the Ohio States, the Georgias, whoever they're going to play against, they got to play a complete game in all phases of the, of the football field, right? Offensively, defensively, special teams. To me, Clemson is not one of those teams where you can lack and get away with it. Just because of how they prepare, because of how they scheme. And the players that they have on defense, they run side to side very well. And if a player does lack, if he does have a deficiency, Brent Venables is the best in the business to hide that. And offensively, you got to be able to match up man on man and stack the box. And again, we've talked about it earlier in the season, but it is so tough to do for four quarters. We have a guy like Justin Ross. We have a guy like T. Higgins, Frank Lassen, Joe Gata, Travis Etienne coming out of the backfield along with Lindsey Dixon. You got to have your ducks in a row. And I don't think that there's a lot of teams in college football right now that can just purely say 
that they have the guys to do it for four straight quarters. And if they're out there, I guess we'll see. But when you look at the LSUs of the world, you can't convince me that their team is superior yet. Maybe offensively, I think that Joe Burrow, he's my favorite quarterback in college football right now because of the way he plays the game. But you can't convince me that a team that gave up 38 points to Vanderbilt and a team that gave up 38 points to Texas won't do the same for Clemson because I know one thing. LSU won't put up 38, 45 points on Clemson's defense. It just ain't happening. They prepare too well for that. They have too many guys for that. And they know what they want out of it. So I'm excited to see what happens going forward. Obviously, the updated college football playoff rankings will come out. But Clemson just has to continue to do what Clemson does, and that's win football games. I'm excited. But yeah, um, I appreciate you guys listening into this recap if you haven't already hit that subscribe button because we're just getting started and i've been fortunate to have this platform to be able to spend some time with you we're going to actually roll something out here in the next couple weeks um to the point where the people who do listen will have an actually opportunity an opportunity here to to have conversation with me um, like i would with any of my guests and so along those lines, it'd be more of like that uh, fireside chat. So whoever wants to get in can get in. It's going to be a talk show without the TV. So it's going to be fun. So tune in, lock in, tell your friends about it, tell your relatives about it. It's going to be a blast. Thank you for joining me. Talk to you soon. Bye.